Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta bring the big boy noise tonight, because it is Big Game Wednesday. Speaking of big, Hurricane Ian B. Dammy is headed over my house right now as we speak. I don't care, still bringing it to you guys. So my thoughts and prayers though for everyone in South Florida, Southwest Florida. No, it hit around uh, Cape Coral area. So hope everyone um, is staying safe. So our thoughts are with you. Let's start with our introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yeah, you know, I usually save this for the end, but you know it's the fantasy show of the people when it's a freaking hurricane, and this man is still out there being the best host in the game. So props to you, Commissioner Cooper. I hope our boy Freddie is doing well. He's being safe, and I, I don't know where the hell Nick is. I think he's already taking his vacation in Acapulco or somewhere where the fuck he said he was going to. But hope you're staying safe too, Nick. Tune into the show. Um, we're going to rip you a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> as always. See, as always. It only comes now. You know, he, he, he got all like fun about it, the whole beige thing today. That was hilarious. <laughs> but Nick, back Nick, on track. Beige fits you, bro. All right. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> he's, a, he's a khakis type of guy. I can see. <laughs> um, anyways, guys. TSSFantasy.com. Go check us out. We got all the rankings up there. We currently have a CJ2K signed football that needs a home, guys. All you have to do is subscribe to our channel. So go click that button. Click it again. Make sure it's there. Don't click it and unsubscribe yourself. Click it, subscribe yourself, and then let's get somebody else on there too. Let's let's up the entire family. Get everybody in the family on there too. Five chances, right? If you have a family of five, of course. But anyways... Other than that, I mean, it's it's going to be a great day, and, or it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great show. We got big game Wednesday. We have the Doug Peterson Bowl. Oh, man. 
Yeah, we talked about this last week. It was funny. There's lots of good matchups, obviously, this week. Um, you know, 40, uh, the Bucks and the Chiefs. You know, we just didn't want to have a repeat time. And we're looking at some of these matchups. Man, oh. Eagles, Jags is very sexy right now. I really like this matchup this week. We got some mm-hmm. great guests in to battle it out for champs and chumps. Our friend of the show, Lori Fitzpatrick from the NFL Wire here to represent the Jaguars. Phil Stifle, uh, he is from, uh, excuse me, I knew I had it pulled up and then I wrote it wrong. The Fairway to Heaven podcast. He's going to be on representing the Philadelphia Eagles tonight and a big championship chumps to be excited for that. We're going to talk about some news and we're going to go over the Thursday night breakdown, which I know I'm super excited to talk about for sure. I even had to rub my neck a little bit. All right, so (laughs) let's get it started. Like Justin said, hit that subscribe button. We're We're giving away the CJ2K football, so it's right there for you. Just hit subscribe. We also um, are doing, again, go to tssfantasy.com. Look at all of our great rankings on there. I know at least mine are up to date. Nick's just sent his in, so I'll get that up here in a minute. Hopefully, Justin will get his in soon. We'll see. And hopefully, at least before Thursday night this week. <laughs> also, I'm going to try for that one this week. I, I, I told you I was going to let you down on that one. <laughs> we appreciate that. Also, don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100, as crazy as that is. Justin, why do we do all those crazy things? Well, you know, I'm going to bring the whole Nick thing back in. It's because we freaking can. But you know what? Also, it's the reason why we're doing this while Commissioner Cooper's in a hurricane. It's because we're the fantasy show of the people, everybody. The fantasy show, the people indeed, and actually our guest Lori is in the hurricane as well. See, we're all coming for the people tonight. Let's get things started off with some news. So let's go into the Thursday night news. Uh, so Tua, questionable. Jalen Waddle questionable and not fantasy related, but could be um, as far as the uh, Cincinnati defense and uh, offense is concerned. Um, Trevor Armstead is questionable, and he, but he's been questionable all year. I think the guy has practiced once, um, but plays every Sunday, so who cares? Xavier yeah. Howard also questionable as well. That could affect uh, this matchup a little bit. Tua looks like he's going to trend to play. I think all these guys are going to trend to play. I think these guys are just going to get rested. Um, and, you know, it's against a short week, so we'll see. Uh, but your thoughts, Justin, on the availability of Tua? Do you think that may uh, – tell me, what does that do to the Bengals' defense if we see a Teddy Bridgewater-led Miami offense going forward? Well, you know what? Teddy Bridgewater is not bad in a spot start. He's probably one of the better backups you could have in a spot start. As far as fantasy-wise, I still wouldn't play him. But as far as real game goes, you know, he can carry out a game script. And, you know, he's been able to feed deep threats before. You know, he's had Cam- or, um, what is it? Cortland Sutton and he's had Robbie Anderson before. So he can feed Jalen Waddle. He can feed Tyreek Hill. Um, as far as fantasy goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play him. Tua... I, I think he'll play, but my problem with Tua right now is that all those injuries, especially a back injury, we're like we're looking at, you know, he can't move too well with his ankle and he can't throw too well with his back out there. I don't know. He might be somebody I might sit this week. Um, and I got a question for you. I haven't looked it up. What's Waddle's situation? Is it like a hammy or something? Yeah, I you know, honestly, I apologize. I didn't actually look to see what the injury was, but I think he's going to be – I thought what I did read it, he was trending to go um, either way. So I think either way, both will start 
Um, you know, and again, I, you know, it's a short week. A lot's been made of that, but Miami actually um, has played a few times in Cincinnati on a short week. Um, actually, won two years ago and an overtime game, um, which is pretty dramatic for sure. So anyway, long story short, I think Miami would be well-rested. Hey, hey you, you remember that game? That I was do. the game that Ryan Fitzpatrick got his whole face mask torn to the side. That's the Raiders you're thinking of, the Raiders game. Wasn't that, that the Thursday night game you're talking about? No, yeah, no? that was that Raiders. Well, I think that might have been a Thursday nighter. It was definitely a, a night game. It might have been. But I was talking about the Bengals, actually, a couple years ago. Uh, Miami got a, uh, I think it was a Cameron Wake sack to to win it in overtime or something crazy. So, anyway, we're no stranger to Cincinnati. We're not scared. I think we'll be ready. All right, let's go on to uh, the London game because that'll be, the, I guess, the earliest after. Uh, Michael Thomas is kind of trending on not going with his foot injury, and Jarvis Landry also didn't practice today, but looks like is he might be trending to go. So what does that do for you, um, Justin, in your rankings for somebody like Chris Olave? Um, you see him foresee him having a big game this weekend. Strap a rocket to him and let him go. That's what it does for me, man. I'm even like I've been saying it uh, on my last show. You know, Jameis Winston. I don't care if he's throwing all these picks as long as he's throwing 300 air yards to Chris Olave every single gosh darn game, man. I love that potential right there. Uh, no, Michael Thomas means there's just going to be more attention towards you know Jarvis Landry over the middle, and then you know Chris Olave can take the top off, of course. Uh, I like it. Minnesota is not has shown multiple times that they will allow high scoring games to happen. So I'm totally in on Chris Olave being a top 24 wide receiver this week. All right. Big news for there. Yeah. How about um, we're talking about and again, he looks like people who are trending will have to monitor as the week goes on. David Montgomery also looked like he's trending to not play. Hopefully Mm -hmm. you've got Khalil Herbert in the waiver wire bonanza this week. Um, because he could be a decent play. But I wanted to ask you, Justin, where do you see Khalil Herbert this week um, as far as running back's concerned, if he's the if he is the guy? Uh, top 10. I might even say top 5. Um, he's got a pretty damn juicy matchup this week. And you just – I mean, if this guy could run it on the 49ers defense, and that's a tough defense to run it on, I think he could do it against anybody. So I am – Definitely bookending him in as a guy who can finish top five and top, and especially when your quarterback's not allowed to throw more than fifteen passes. Like it's just asking for a run heavy script. Indeed, <laughs> that's definitely the recipe. By the like way, the guy I did, doesn't throw. <laughs> I did want to mention also, Jameis Winston um, also didn't practice as well, so you definitely monitor that. Uh, Taysom Hill actually took some first team snaps. They said under with Andy Dalton, so. We'll see how that plays out this week. Just make sure you're monitoring that situation. Definitely same with Dave Montgomery playing the Giants. I mean, Zeke Elliott actually had a decent game, but both him and Tony Pollard ran well against the uh, Giants defense, so yep. it could be a nice matchup for them this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey did not practice. However, he probably will go. Just make sure you monitor that situation as well. Um, also, Jonathan Taylor as well um, came up on the practice. So, again, just stuff to monitor. We're still early in the week, but that's just the news I want to throw out there. That way everyone's getting that monitored stuff going on. All right. We got some good guests coming in. Again, it's big game Monday, so we got to be big game energy. Let's bring our guests in to battle it out and champs or chumps.
big game this week. We got big guests. Let's welcome into the studio first, Phil, my friend. Welcome in, my brother. We appreciate you coming into the studio. Dude, I do not think I can match that hurricane intensity that you got going on there, Commission. <laughs> That's it, man. I mean, we got I, I got it here, so I got to bring it out. You know what? You're in trouble, though, because Lori's also in that hurricane, so she's going to bring a little bit of that tonight, too. Lori, welcome into the studio. Yo, thank you guys for having me. Nice to meet you, Phil. I like your jerseys. Hey, thanks. I, I, I'll go eat. Since you're in the hurricane, I'll go easy on you tonight. She's oh, and just, just so you know, Phil, Lori actually is also an Eagles fan too. So it's okay. like she she's she's kind well, of. I grew fighting. up in the Philadelphia area, so yeah. So she okay, yeah. All right. So the, I'm sorry. Don't let me get it twisted. All right. <laughs> all right. So again, we got a big game this week between you guys. This is a, I you know again. I even I labeled it sexy. I you know because it is. I mean, you got this um, new exciting offense on really on both sides. Jalen Hurts coming out like gangbusters this year. The surprise, obviously, Jacksonville um, with their offense. So, again, this is going to be a great matchup, even fantasy, a lot of fantasy stuff going on, too. So, let's get it on, guys. It's time for Champs or Chumps. Let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but damn, and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen. I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> It's champs or chumps time. Let's get it on. It's round one. We got to bring the big energy. So we're going to bring the champ argument and it's no easier for both of these squads. Let's go to Phil first. The guy towed it all summer. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Give me the champ argument for Jalen. Well, so Jalen Hurts, I mean, even fantasy aside, maybe I'm a little biased because I've been down with Jalen Hurts since he was with Alabama. I've been following his career. I've loved him. Since day one. So I may be a little biased with my analysis of Jalen Hurts on a normal basis. But you got the hurricane going on down there. Sunday, the weather for Sunday's game will be affected by the remnants of of Hurricane Ian or Ian or depending on how you say it. The running aspect of Jalen Hurts will come into effect massively this weekend. I don't worry about the passing game. He'll still be able to pass it to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and everybody. But that RPO run option and everything that they do between him and Miles Sanders, most people are going to avoid Jalen Hurts because of the weather and think, well, there's not going to be a lot of passing in this game. I am heavily, heavily on board where Jalen Hurts is going to rush for 100 yards this weekend, probably a touchdown or two again. It's not a bad theory. I'm going to check your weather um, as uh, Lori goes, because I will tell you, being a longtime Floridian, if, if, if Ian – 
is scheduled to be out. The weather after when a hurricane leaves is absolutely pristine, my brother. But either way, um, I do like the argument. Lori, what say you on round one? Give me the champ argument for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so right now, the last two weeks, he's uh, he's gotten over 100 uh passer rating you know 121 against the indianapolis colts against the chargers he was at 115 um you know right now he has six touchdowns uh, his completion rating is averaging around 70 percent um yeah you know the eagles cornerbacks are probably the best that he's faced this season uh so you know that's gonna that's definitely gonna be interesting but, but with doug peterson as the eagles fans know he knows how to scheme a defense, and he knows this defense. There really isn't much of a change. You still have Brandon Gant, Bram. You still have Cox in there. Come on, like there's not much of a difference. Um, you know they they you know they obviously they brought in a safety, but at the same time, like can the Eagles cornerback turn their heads around? You know that that was an issue that they've had literally the entire franchise. So you know can Trevor Lawrence throw those back shoulders and uh and, you know, prove that he is a better quarterback from last year. I think he will be able to do that. Um, I think Doug Peterson is going to give him a really good scheme with uh, with Evan Ingram, uh, with, with his other tight ends, pretty much just a, a high percentage passing uh, type of game. And then throwing in James Robinson, man, with that run. The Eagles right now aren't doing great against the run. So I think that uh, – yeah, I think I think Trevor Lawrence and that offense is going to do pretty well. Justin, what say you? Pretty good arguments on both sides. Well, I think Commissioner already looked this up, but I did a little investigating myself. It is supposed to be sunny and beautiful on Sunday Ooh. in Jacksonville. So, it's in Philly, isn't it? Is it in Philly? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Yeah, it's in Philly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then why would the hurricane have whatever? Anyways, whatever. Screw it up. Philly. Screw it. It's a it's a big um, hurricane, so I think he, I think the tail end maybe Phil is talking about. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna rain all day. It probably will because I'm in Maryland, only two hours away, and it's supposed to be raining the entire time there. So or here, so it probably will hit Philly. But anyways, I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts. It doesn't matter either way. I like Jalen Hurts in this one because regardless, he's got the running, he's got the passing. I don't like Jalen Hurts overall, but I, you know, I had to eat my L at that one because I thought he was going to be a total flop this year. But he is finally incorporating Devontae Smith. He's finally, you know, being able to like go back and forth between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, make them both top ten type receivers in a game. So that is a deadly weapon on itself. And then, like you said, the goal line poaches. He's just. 
I mean, at this point, he's just the complete package. Trevor Lawrence still needs to work on being able to get out of the pocket and run around to that level. So I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. Round one goes to Phil. All right. Yeah, indeed. We're filled with round one. And yeah, either way, rain or shine, you know, I think Jalen Hurts may outshine Trevor Lawrence. But again, and again, I think the main reason why, though, this Eagles defense, I think, is pretty much legit. All right. Let's go to round two in the chump argument. So we got, we're going to go, let Lori go first here. Give me the chump argument for Miles Sanders. Well, the Jaguars defense has been doing well so far this season. And I have Miles Sanders on my fantasy team. So I can't sit there and say like, you know, he's, it's hard to go against the guy. Um, You know, I do, I do really like him as a running back. Um, You know, and as we talked about before, I'm from the Philadelphia area, you know, like Miles is my man, you know, but he, um, he, he, you know, he, he, he does okay, right? But um, right now the Jaguars' run defense is pretty well, doing pretty well. They held jo- Jonathan Taylor to only 54 yards. Like, he only had five yards at the half in against the Jaguars' defense. Like, come on. That's that's a pretty good argument right there. Um, and they haven't let a 100-yard game, uh, you know, they haven't allowed it 100-yard rushing game yet this season. So, um, you know, hopefully they can, uh, they, they will be able to, to stand up, you know, to, to that offensive line. Um, cause you know, the Eagles offensive line is pretty good. So this is probably one of the best offense, offensive lines they're going to face. Um, so the only argument that I have is how well they've been doing so far this season. All right. Lori struggled to get, she has her boy miles. And I know Phil from when we talked earlier, James Robinson's your boy too, so like, oh, give me. Okay. You got to struggle a little bit. Give me the chump argument. I, from the I, lo- I love, I love comeback stories, and James Robinson's obviously a great comeback story. I was trying to target him in all my fantasy leagues for later oh, yeah, rounds. Nice. Some of them I got him later than you know he was projected at. Some people reached from too early. Look, even James with the Achilles, really? I'm, yeah, I just, I just, I just, oh, the awesome. Doug Peterson aspect. I've been zoned in on Jacksonville. I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a huge Doug Peterson guy, um, but I got, I got to counter what Laurie said about the Eagles' defense because James Robinson is going to struggle massively. The Eagles' defense is a lot different than it was when Doug Peterson was here. Different coordinator since Week One. Week One, we gave up 172 yards rushing to Detroit. 50 of them on the first drive. There was a 50-yard run by DeAndre Swift. Week Two, and and in Week One, Jordan Davis, first-round pick of the Eagles. Only played in 32, well, just under 32% of the snaps. They've upped him to almost 40% of snaps. And in the two weeks since then, Dalvin Cook, six rushes for 17 yards. Antonio Gibson, 12 rushes for 38 yards. So that's 55 rushing yards total they have given up. Kirk Cousins outrushed Dalvin Cook in week two. <laughs> that's how good this run defense is. The linebackers are better. TJ, we I brought up on my morning show that I do. Do we actually have a surplus at linebacker now in Philly? We've struggled since since Jeremiah Trotter left years and years ago. We have not had good linebacker play in Philly. We've got T.J. Edwards. We got Kazir White. We've got Nicobe Dean. Or Nicobe Dean's barely seeing the field. You got mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick. It's a totally different style of defense. James Robinson, unfortunately, will not be able to. He won't be able to get the fifty yards this week. If he gets to forty yards, it's going to be a push. Oof. Oh, that's that's a big claim right there, Justin. What say you? Who wins round two? I will say this. Jacksonville has allowed 12.2 yards or 12.2 points, fantasy points on average to running backs. Eagles have allowed 19.4. 
That's a whole touchdown more. So, you know, I'm going to say this. I don't think Miles Sanders, one, he's going to get touchdowns because Jalen Hurts is going to take all those touchdowns all day long. And then, two, James Robinson, I mean, this guy is just made out of steel. He's just made out of something different, man. Whenever he steps onto the field, he just does something. Whether it's a touchdown, whether it's 100 yards and a touchdown, it's just he's he's a different breed of human being. I mean, Cam Akers came back from the same injury, and he's still not right. And this guy came back in a quicker timeline, and he's better than he's been before. So I'm going to go with Lori on this one. The chump is Miles Sanders. One, one. That's the way we like it. Let's go to round three. Back to the champ argument. Going back to Phil. Give me your champ argument. We're at receivers. No other than A.J. Brown. Give me the champ argument for Mr. Brown. A.J. Brown, he's a borderline top five wide receiver in football. Even if you take the fantasy aspect out of it. Definitely top ten. He's somewhere in that five to ten. Not only has he... Is he is he the best wide receiver we've had since Terrell Owens on this team? He makes everybody else so much better. Devontae Smith, you saw you all saw the game Devontae Smith had last week. If you watch the All-22, a lot of those plays that Devontae Smith made were because of the coverages that were being shaded A.J. Brown's way. So whether, whether A.J. Brown has eight catches for 100 yards, five catches for 50 yards, ten catches for 200 yards, He's affecting the game in so many different aspects that he is always going to be a legit. Jacksonville's got a bunch of twos and threes. They do not have a legit number one wide receiver. We've got two legit number one wide receivers. And A.J. Brown is the elite of the elite. There's a reason. Hold on. Let me see here. I lost it for a second there. 31 targets already in three games, over 300 yards. He's only got the one touchdown. But, I mean, the guy's going to get 10 to 12 looks every single game at a minimum. You, you ain't lying. Uh, definitely like A.J. Brown this year. Definitely somebody I called out as well, along with Jalen. Love that stack. Lori, give me the case for someone nobody called and everyone doubted before the season started. Give me the case for Christian Kirk. Like, <laughs> Looked like she froze up there a little bit. Like, a little bit. <laughs> you back up to us? I I think so. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're good now. Okay, so for, for starters, um, you know, Phil is, okay, kind of right, obviously, because AJ, like, their receivers are, like, amazing. Devonta Smith and AJ Brown, you know, only because this is a fantasy fantasy show, um, you know, I, I'm going to agree, right, just with that. And that's because, you know, the Jaguars need to spread the ball around in order to find out, okay, who's going to be that number one guy. So, so you know, obviously this isn't going to go along with your chump and champ uh, segment here. But let me just say that Christian Kirk did get 100 uh, yards in in the very first game. Then he then the next two, he got 70. Um, so they are spreading the ball around a lot. Um, but you know, this could be the game where, you know, the, the Jaguar, I mean, the Eagles cornerbacks are used to shutting down number one wide receivers. That's what they're good at, but the Jaguars don't have a number one wide receiver. So what are they going to do? They can't shut down everybody. Maybe they can, you know, I guess we're going to see, but 
with everybody moving around all the time, maybe that's actually a good thing for them instead of them having a number one guy that the Eagles have to shut down and then, you know, the other teams don't have anything left. Well, with the Jaguars, it's not that. It's more like let's spread the ball around to everybody. So, um, you know, I guess that's not really a case for Christian Kirk, but that's my case for the offense and the, and the wide receivers. I mean, hey, it's something different. I like it. I mean, we could see Say Jones. I mean, who knows? All right, so what say you, Justin? Who who wins round number three? A little foreshadowing. I would be contradicting one of my sits of the week if I went with Lori this week. So, <laughs> Phil, you're going to take it with A.J. Brown because, like you said, it doesn't matter who's out there. A.J. Brown has a chance to catch the ball. Last week when Devontae Smith went off, A.J. Brown still had a top 12 week, you know, 85 yards and a touchdown. Can't beat that in fantasy. Lori, I like Christian Kirk, but, yeah, he's got three number one corners on the other side. He's got Gardner Johnson, he's got Bradbury, and he's got big play slay. Well. Well, Lori, for what it's worth, I like your spin on the arguments, and I think you did very well with that. So I, I like Hey, I, I like did it. what I could, you know. It's... Yeah, it's a good job. It was a good job. I, I saw where you were going. All right, let's go to the round four. Let's go to the chump argument. All right, so this is where I can set you up to make an easy chump argument. Here we go, Lori. All right, give me the chump argument for Dallas Goddard. We're going tight end. Oh, the chump argument for Dallas Goddard. Uh, okay, so, um, yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, well, just think of it like this. So the the Jaguars have, they just signed um, uh, Foye Aluakon from, from the Falcons. Uh, and he, you know, he had most tackles last year. He's been doing fantastic this year. Um, and then when you look at, uh, you know, who they drafted, uh, they ended up, uh, they ended up getting, uh, that the, the linebacker from Utah, I don't know, for some odd reason, uh, Devin Lloyd, right? Yeah. So, um, they have two really good linebackers and then you throw in Trayvon Walker who can actually drop in the coverage and he's done really well against tight ends, uh, that's that have, you know, tried to get curls or even run across the field in shallow crossers. So I think they're the Jaguars linebackers have a good chance against and defending uh, a guy like uh, Dallas Goddard, even though, yeah, he's a great tight end. Like this is going to be one of the best uh, tight ends that they're going to face. But at the same time, uh, this is one of the best linebackers groups in terms of speed and coverage ability uh, that the Eagles are facing too. So, Wow, for somebody who was not prepared, that was one heck of an argument. Let's go to Phil. Give me the chump argument for Evan Ingram. Well, it goes back to what I said earlier about linebackers. <laughs> this is not your old Eagles linebacker crew. T.J. Edwards is performing so well this year that they're talking about Nicobe Dean. Like, he's practicing at other linebacker positions right now so he can learn other spots because he cannot get on the field T.J. Edwards is playing so well that they're probably going to have to extend and keep T.J. Edwards, which they just drafted Nicobe Dean to take over for him. Kazir White, who they got from the Chargers in the offseason. Let me tell you something. We faced three t- the three starting tight ends we faced this year so far. T.J. Hawkinson, pretty damn good tight end. Irv Smith, eh, and Logan Thomas, who's a really strong tight end, and Carson Wentz loves throwing to tight ends. Combined so far this year, 11 catches, for 79 yards and one touchdown. 
I mean, I don't think I have to make an argument other than that, that this linebacker crew, you throw in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's a safety slash corner who can cover safeties and slot guys. There, there's no way that Evan Ingram, and I'm, I, I could see Evan Ingram's stats here. I mean, who is Evan? We stopped Evan Ingram with the Giants plenty of times. I don't worry about Evan Ingram even the slightest bit this week. This is like me. Might be I mean, who is throwing to him? So this might be uh, his revenge. Like Andy, game. A Hall of Fame quarterback at one point, right? Justin, what say you for, about for round four? What say you, my friend? When he had Eli Manning throwing in the ball, though, he had his best, the best rookie year for a tight end as far as yardage goes. Ooh. Boom. Thank you, Justin. Duly, duly noted. All right. Well, Trevor Lawrence is no Eli Manning yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he had a very Peyton Manning like first year, though. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw this to you. I, right now, 3.9 fantasy points per game. That is what the Jaguars are allowing the tight ends. And Philly is allowing somewhere around 5.4. Both teams are very good against the tight end. What I'm going to say to you, Phil, is Irv Smith Jr. should have had two touchdowns in that game. He, should, he absolutely should, he have. should have. He should absolutely. have had two touchdowns in that game. And when everybody else was getting locked down, the one area that was not getting locked down was the athletic tight end. So I'm going to go with Evan Ingram on this one. I think that this is just going to be purely because they're going to have to target him. On the other side, the Eagles, I don't think they have to target Dallas Goddard. So I'm going to go with Evan Ingram. Lori, you tied it up two to two. All right. We're all tied up. We're going going into (laughs) round five. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) This is the money round for sure. Well, this is champ arguments, and we're going right into tomorrow night. Bill, we'll start with you. Give me the champ argument for the Eagles to win. I mean, sorry, not tomorrow night. We did, we've always do them on the Thursday night game for some <laughs> reason. Night uh, Sunday, give me the champ argument for Eagles to win on Sunday. Look, look, the, the, the narrative of the entire game is going to be Doug Peterson coming home. I mean, I did my whole entire morning show today. The entire topic <laughs> of the day was Doug Peterson coming home and what it means to Doug Peterson to come home and win in Philly. But it means just as much to Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie not to let Doug Peterson win this week. <laughs> and, and I want to – On the field this, playing, yeah. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. So this was not going to be my argument when the show started. And as, you know, listen to Lurie talk, listen to you guys talk, I kind of formulated a new theory on this whole Doug Peterson in Jacksonville and, and all. Let's go back to 2016. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we serve. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash PACT. 
Doug Peterson's first year in Philly. What did they do? They came out with a rookie quarterback in Carson Wentz. Trevor Lawrence, let's just say this is still kind of his rookie year because last year with Urban Meyer was just – it was a pointless year of football, basically. He came out and took, this, took the league by storm for three weeks. And then the league kind of settled. It leveled out a little bit. The excitement leveled out. The competition caught up. I'm not trying to say Doug Peterson isn't a great coach. I'm not trying to say the Jags aren't trending in the right direction. But this is kind of eerily similar to that 2016 season. They've got pieces. The Eagles in 2016, they had a bunch of number two and three wide receivers. They had young running backs that were still figuring it out. They didn't have the best offensive line yet. They just had a good offensive line that was getting better. It's awfully eerily similar. So the Eagles are primed to to be one of the top two or three teams in the NFC, maybe one of the top three or four teams in football. The Jags just aren't there yet. They're going to be there. They're going in the right direction. They still have some some spots to fill, but they're just not there yet. And the link's going to be jumping. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP of the league, hopefully, this year. There's just... There's just no way that the there's a reason why they're seven point favorites, or at least they were. I don't know if they still are or not, but the Eagles are just a better team. They're just outclassed in every single category. Lori, he basically just said, you guys are cool, but you ain't that cool. So tell me why the Jaguars are cool enough to go into Philly and take the W this Sunday. Well, you know, this there are a lot of fantasy players that you know watch and listen to the show and you know but unfortunately that's not how the NFL works you know it's not based on individual players right and you know you you heard what the Saints had to say after the Eagles beat them in the 2017 season they out schemed us so it doesn't matter which players are better because it's about how you play as a team and your argument about Carson Wentz coming in yeah you know that's not entirely accurate because there that's what happens when you don't have any film on a quarterback. But you know what? You have a year of film. It doesn't matter that Urban Meyer was there. You still have a year of film on a quarterback. So you know what he's good at, what he struggles against, things like that. You know, which defenses you can play. It's a whole year. So there is that side, right? Um, but overall, is this considered a trap game? Like, I, you know, that's a real question. Is that a considered a trap game for the Eagles since they are they're undefeated right now, right? I mean, it could be conceived as that for sure. It, it could be. Um, the only reason why it wouldn't be is because the Jaguars are trending up. Usually it's a trap game against teams that are, like, really bad, right? Um, so I think in that aspect, uh, it kind of, you know, that gives the Jaguars kind of the up in terms of, like, uh, you know, the dynamic of the game in a way or the trap game. And, you know, are the Eagles going to be so, like – like happy to see Doug Peterson again because he was like the first guy to give them, uh, you know, a championship in the city. Or, you know, is that dog mentality going to be there as soon as the the national anthem is over? Is it like the, for the fans? It may be, but for the players, is it? Are they going to going to go in with that same mentality? We're not sure. So I think right now the Jaguars are trending up. They had the best DVAOA ever, which is the plays that basically like are 
first down worthy plays, which is the best ever. They they have right now, um, you know, the, the best uh, passing and rushing efficiency, you know, in 2022. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got the ball out the fastest in week three, only behind the GOAT, Tom Brady. So just because their defensive line is stellar, you know, are they going to be able to get there before Trevor Lawrence gets rid of the ball? You know, I think it's going to be an awesome game. For sure. Um, it's going to it's gonna tell us what are the Eagles, are they the number one team, and it's going to tell us can the Jaguars really contend with the best. So I think it's just all in all going to be an awesome game. Um, but I think in the end, Doug Peterson is going to show why he should have never gotten fired. And he's going to go out there, and I think the team is going to be fired up, and it's going to be an awesome atmosphere. I wish I could go. Right now the flights are crazy because of this hurricane, so I'm not going to be there. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags, man. All right, Justin, that was a big argument for the Jaguars. I mean, this is going to be a big game. Uh, nonetheless, that's why we're here on Big Game Wednesday. Give us the winner tonight, my friend. Well, this is, I mean, both arguments are freaking wow. Good stuff, guys. Really good stuff. Um, Lori, you're making me a Jaguars fan already. I'll tell you that right now. I want the Jaguars to succeed this season. Um Here's my thing. It is a trap game because I consider a trap game anything over a five-point spread. They're currently 6.5 to 7 right now. Mm. Once you get into that area, it's already considering the betting odds are saying, eh, if you're a seven-point favorite, you're almost a lock to win this thing. So I'm going to say this. In this battle of second-generation Padawans, because Nick Sirianni was Frank Reich's Padawan, Frank Wright was you know Doug Peterson's Padawan, um, I'm going to say that the best outcome for this game is going to be it's just going to be a sloppy fest. And I think in that aspect, I think it's going to come down to Jalen Hurts running this football, whether he can secure it and, you know, get into the end zone. I think that he can. I think that he's not going to have a fumbling problem. So I am going to go with the Eagles in this game. I'm probably going to regret it later. And I really do hope the, the Jaguars surprise me. I hope I take another L this week because, Laura, you have made me a Jaguars fan. I'm yeah. a Niners fan, but my AFC team can be the Jaguars. Well, Phil, congratulations. You are tonight's winner. And, Lori, you're also tonight's winner because you know yeah. what? You muscled through a hurricane with us tonight, and you brought a huge argument for the Jaguars that I wasn't even – I was like, yo, Jaguars are going to – it's going to be the regular Jaguars come Sunday. But I, now you got me starting to think this might be a better game. So you are also our winner tonight, so congratulations. Appreciate you guys coming in tonight. Phil, we're going to start with you. Since Justin called you said winner, let everyone where they know where they can subscribe, follow, and get all your great content this year. Absolutely. So DSM Media on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere there. Twitch. I think we even have. I don't even know what Twitch is, but we have a Twitch account too as well. Um, I do. I do. Fairway to Heaven. It's my fantasy golf and gambling golf podcast every Tuesday night, nine p.m. Because yes, there is fantasy golf, and it's actually better than fantasy football. Don't 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 knock me for that, but it's true. Mm. And I also host a Philly sports talk show Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. every single day called Trending in the A.M. The show does not get written till I wake up in the morning. I check out what the trending topics are, and that's what we talk about every single morning. Um, so that's what you got. And, of course, me on Twitter, at Beard of Knowledge. 
Love it. I love that. Just trend in the morning. That's how you do it. I love it. All right, Lori, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get your great content all year long as well. Yeah, so uh, right now, um, definitely Twitter is the number one place for me where I'm posting the most, you know, videos every single week where when the All-22 comes out, uh, you know, I'm posting everything, you know, not just the Jags. I'm posting, you know, every single team across the NFL. Uh, So whichever team that you are a fan of, um, you know, subscribe to me on Twitter. And I'm also writing articles for USA Today um, at uh, the NFL uh, wire. So that's the touchdownwire.usatoday.com where you can find my articles. You know, I'm releasing two or three a week uh, covering every team in the NFL. Nice. Yeah. And I noticed how you started talking about the corners of the Eagles and I was about to reference your uh, great corner um, article that you had out for the season. It was great. Give me a lot of good intel uh, for some of these defenses. So lots of great work from both of you guys. We appreciate you coming in. Hopefully there'll be another big game for both of these teams and we'll get you guys in later on this year. Love to have you on again. Lori, stay safe uh, during the hurricane. Hopefully it's getting over to you. Phil, stay safe this weekend. Apparently, it's heading up your way, my brother. So we, we shall see. <laughs> well, you all, you all be safe down there in Florida. I'm thinking about you all down there. Appreciate you, my brother. All right. Thoughts with everyone as well. Good luck, guys, this weekend. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Thursday night breakdown of America's team. Forget these other teams. We're going to talk about the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night. We'll be right back. Hayden, God. we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet, still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. So you put them up, reach the skies as the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All righty, Justin just hit me with that on the private chat. Coolio just died. You got to hit that with a private chat. Oh, my God. Yo, not for nothing, but we are truly living in a gangster's paradise. All right, let's get on. It's time for the Thursday night breakdown of America's team versus the Bengals. Yeah, so indeed. Thank you for hitting me with that right off. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) This is what happens when you go on Twitter mid-show. You see shit, you're just like, gosh, I'm not prepared for that. It's like, like, keep keep a straight face while you do. All right, right, let's talk about the Thursday night matchup, which hopefully I'll have enough power on the iPad to watch. Well, you know, my car's all filled up. I'm already prepared to watch it in the car, if worst-case scenario. So we got, uh, of course, America's team on a short week going up to Cincinnati. 
We lead this series 18 to 7, believe it or not. Miami has won the last two matchups in 2020. They won 19 to 7. And in 2019, 38 to 35. That was actually in overtime. So pretty good matchup uh, again. So talking about from a fantasy perspective, Miami, they are dead last against fantasy QBs. I mean, again, Josh Allen, um, Lamar Jackson will do that to you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Um, running backs, they are number nine against fantasy running backs. And now they were number one, actually, for week one and week two, um, if you guys don't recall. But Devin Singletary had a decent week last week. But that was a schemed up look that they were ready for the Dolphins for that zero blitz. They were just going to dump it right off to Devin Singletary. I'm willing to bet that the Bengals, I'm sorry to mean to get into the breakdown yet, but I'm willing to bet they're going to be doing that themselves because if Miami is going to be throwing that blitz all day, if the Jets can get five sacks on Joe Burrow, I mean, Dolphins are going to have about 50. Um, The receivers, they are 22nd against the fantasy receivers, 28th versus tight ends, and always an Achilles heel for them. Now, on the Bengals side, number three against fantasy QBs, so might spell trouble for Tua again coming into this matchup. 13th versus running backs. I mean, again, it's hard to play any of the Miami running backs. 14th versus receivers and uh, 21st versus the tight end. So, Justin, give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup, and you can go ahead and pick the winner when you're done, too. Um, so on the Miami side, you know, as long as two is healthy, I like both the receivers, Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You just can't keep them out of your lineup. Even when one has a bad game, you're just like, you're going to keep them out of your lineup. Why would you do that? Um, I'm battling between putting Chase Edmonds or Raheem Mostert. I don't like either one of them as like a full-time start, but a flex, maybe, uh, I, I know Mostert had a lot of good yardage last week, but Edmonds seemed to steal his touchdowns more than anything else, which that always concerns me about Mostert is if he gets his touchdown stolen, what's the point of putting all the work in the yards, right? Um, so, I mean, I, I guess I'd roll with Edmonds because they seem to trust him as a goal line back. Uh, on the Bengals side, Commissioner going to hate me. I think it's going to be a bonanza. I think they're going to light some shit up. I think that they're going to take advantage of the fact that guys like Rashad Bateman absolutely murdered you guys deep. I think that Jamar Chase is going to have a rebound game in this game. Uh, I'm looking at one of those historical Jamar Chase 30, 40 yard point games where he just goes ape shit. Um, T. Higgins, as far as we know, he's on track to play. If he plays, I start him. You know, you always have that caution of, is he going to go down? Because he's been doing that all season long. But you still start him regardless. Uh, Joe Mixon, your point that they're the ninth best team against running backs. Joe Mixon hasn't really shown me too much this year. I mean, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about his usage. I'm concerned about Joe Burrow, you know, not getting the ball off to him enough. I'm a little concerned. I'm also really concerned about this offensive line. Um on the end of the day, though, Joe Burrow can be sacked 50 times and still somehow have a way to win this game. So, Kamish, I promise this is not because I'm a Dolphin, Dolphin hater. hater. <laughs> it's because I think that two is a little too beat up right now, and I think that game took a lot out of everybody emotion. I know it took a lot out of you emotionally. <laughs> I think this is one of those games where we see that adrenaline dump happen, and I think it's way too early. You know, a Thursday night game after such a high spike in adrenaline, I think it's going to come down, and I think it's going to come down hard this week. 
I think the Bengals are going to beat them. All right. So, um, you know, and again, this is not fandom talking. I'm going to give you some straight, like, like, you know, chess match type things. The reason why Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen did so well is because they have the ability to scramble out of the pocket. We had this new style of defense that we were running with that zero scheme to have a rover to basically follow over. Guess what happens when you have a rover? You don't have somebody deep to get that deep man. So I can tell you right now, they are not worried about Joe Burrow running. And you're going to see a lot of that zero blitz without a rover. And I guarantee you, you're going to see some big plays out of this Dolphin defense tomorrow night. So, of course, with that being said, I think this is going to look more like the first game that we played with the Patriots at home. It's going to be a uh, well-controlled game. Thursday night football. I do agree with all the things that you're saying. All that makes sense. I'm not going to sit here and deny the emotion out of the uh, the first game. Tua's hurt. Waddle's hurt. Howard hurt. Armstead hurt. A lot of stuff going on. But this team finds a way. I, I can't believe I can just say it about this Dolphin team. They are finding ways to win. Whether it's butt punt. Because if that butt punt don't happen, so they might have scored. And that would have been it. So, there's things that are going on in this particular team. They're just starting to feel the magic. So I am going to go with America's team, the Miami Dolphins. I'm not the only one, though. The Jew's kind of feeling the 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 uh, the flow of Miami as well. He's also going to go uh, with the Dolphins, and the rest of you guys go with the hey, Bengals. I just noticed something. That's pretty amazing. You guys, uh, your underlining name tags – like the the drop paint on it is dolphins colors. Yours is the teal green and his is the orange. How very ironic. nice, very well, clever, how? very clever. <laughs> I know, I know, like you that. did that on he's, purpose. Very he's, clever. He really did. He's the juice, so he's got to be orange. And you know, I'm just always with the teal. I mean, hello. All right, let's move on from that big historic game on tomorrow night. Let's play a little game called Who Would You Rather. Okay, here's a shot out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, not those, not so those options on these guys, but at least it gets you started. All right, so who would you rather? I got some interesting ones this week, kind of looking through, um, trying to get some options for people if they happen to be so lucky. How about this week, Kurt Cousins at New Orleans or Kyler Murray at Carolina? Who would you rather? 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, making it fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Kirk Cousins. He's not in prime time, so the bright lights are not going to make him shrivel up. And, I mean, regardless of what we think about the Saints, they're obviously not the Saints of old. They just lost miserably to the Panthers. Like, come on, man. Like, somebody's got to show up once in a while, right? But, I mean, I think this is a get-right game for Justin Jefferson. That's most importantly what's driving my pick on um, Kirk Cousins because three games in a row, I don't think he can do that. Not unless people are going to start talking, seriously talking about, hey, should I start trading Kurt, Je- Justin Jefferson and redraft this year if he goes three games in a row with less than five points? It's going to be crazy. Well, that that would be an absolute hell no. All right, um, let's go to this next one. I thought you'd like this. Russell Wilson at um, Las Vegas Raiders or Jared Goff at Seattle? Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, you know what? This is actually this is funny because this is actually a decision I have in one of my leagues right now. Oh, you better and, make one now. <laughs> oh man, oh man! I just do not like Russell Wilson this year. I like him even less knowing he's on my team now. Like, what are you doing, bro? Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Let it run. He's running with house money right now. He is playing out of his mind. We haven't seen Jared Goff play this well since he was on the Super Bowl Rams team. Um, I think, you know, just let him run with the house money and let kind of Russell Wilson collect some money because at this point, Russell Wilson is broke. He looks broke. I mean, some of the passes he's throwing, everybody wants to throw Nathaniel Hackett under the bus. I mean, some of the stuff he's throwing out there, I'm just like, geez, Jesus. And I used to like fear you on a regular. Every time you come up on the schedule, I was like, oh, but I mean, you know, this AFC West, they were supposed to be the the legion of quarterbacks, and now everybody's kind of looking beatable. So Man. I'm going to go with Jared Goff in this one. Yeah, what a shock. Both um, West um, divisions have become. We yeah. kept saying this was, the, this was the year how the West was won. It's definitely not uh, starting off that way anyway. Um, let's go with one more QB. I, I, <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Geno Smith at Detroit or... Aaron Rodgers at New England. Who would you rather? Ooh. <laughs> you know, this one's actually a really good one. I'll give you this one, Kamush. This is a really good one. Um, you're tempted me to with the Geno Smith one because I think that's going to be way more of a ball game. Yeah, exactly. I think that's going to be way more of a ball game. So the sample size tells us that Geno Smith is not a guy who likes to throw over 200 yards often. First two games, he stuck around 196. And, you know, I think he got two touchdowns between the two games. So I'm looking at this as Aaron Rodgers can send a full-on message that I'm back. And he's been doing that periodically. Like, right, his first game, he looked bad. His second game, he looked better. His third game, he upped his second game against a better defense. I'm looking at this game. I think that Aaron Rodgers takes it to that 300 yards level, maybe three touchdowns. He's really trying to put the stamp on, I'm back. 
I never went anywhere. You guys just counted me out. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers in this one, and damn you for tempting me with Geno Smith. <laughs> I can't believe it. I thought for sure you were going to pull the trigger, but you didn't. All right, a little disappointed, I'll be honest. All right, so going, <laughs> going, going back to Khalil Herbert, and you brought him up earlier as being a top-five guy, so let me test that for you. Khalil Herbert at New York Giants or – Austin Eckler at Houston. Who would you rather? (laughs) Man. And you know what? This isn't even close because I've been off on Eckler all year long. Mm. I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert. And it's because Austin Eckler can't seem to get, they're not allowing him to get anything going on the ground. And they're just relying on him catching a ton of passes at this point. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with the guy who I think can go for 100, 150 yards on this Giants defense and score a touchdown or two over a guy who has yet to score a touchdown and is just getting racking up the receiving yards and is doing nothing with the rushing yards. It used to be he'll get 150 between the two. I think he's barely breaking 100 and maybe one game between the two. So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to say Khalil Herbert. Yeah, this Chargers offense got to get back to running the ball. That is for sure. Definitely got to utilize yeah. uh, your weapons. Austin Eckler, a huge weapon not being utilized correctly right now. Let's talk about another running back dynamic duo. How about Damian Pierce versus the L.A. Chargers or James Robinson at Philly? What say you? Who would you rather? Man, you're really tugging at the heartstrings here because <laughs> Damian Pierce was my sleeper. It was a guy I was repping since he got drafted. And then how James Robinson, man, what a story. What a freaking story. You know what? Consistency counts. That's a thing that Commissioner Cooper preaches all the damn time. Consistency counts. And it doesn't matter who's put in front of him. James Robinson comes through in some way, shape, or form. Like I said, when he doesn't get 100 yards, he gets 60 and a touchdown, and it's just as good. It looks just as good on the stat sheet. I'm going to lock it in. James Robinson, even after the big game from Damian Pierce, I think that he pulls out another touchdown in this game, even if he doesn't get 100 yards. All right. So I want, you know, I wanted to do one more on the running backs, but there was a couple that I wrote here. I like Island. I like it all, actually. So I'm going to give you four. I'm going to give you four guys. Really going to challenge you here. Okay. James <laughs> Conner. James Conner. Is this a start to PPR? (laughs) Give me, yeah, what is it? Half PPR? What is it? All right. James Conner at Carolina or Jeff Wilson Jr. at the LA Rams or Jamal Williams versus Seattle or Javonta Williams versus the Raiders. Actually, I thought thought this was going to be tough. Let's put it in order. Let's put, go and put them in order. Um, Jamal Williams, Javonta Williams. Who was the first one again? It was James James Conner at Carolina and then Jeff Wilson Jr. versus the Rams. Jeff Wilson Jr. at the Rams and then James Conner at Carolina. Ooh, wee. All right. Yeah, that was a good. I like the way you came out that quick. So it was pretty easy for you. All right, let's go. Nice. Let's go to the receivers real quick. We got Christian Kirk. We were just talking about him at Philly or CeeDee Lamb versus the Commanders. Who would you rather? Mm. I, w- I want you to tell me who would you rather in this situation because I I'll got, I got CeeDee Lamb in this situation because I think, like I said, I think Kirk's going to get locked up in this one. 
But I want you to tell me because you got one guy who's been doing exceptionally well and then one guy who's coming on strong right now. Who do you think would be really good in this one? I'm I personally would would go CD Lamb and just because of the defensive matchups and we've talked about how hot the Eagles are defensively not to say Christian Kirk won't eat a little bit um, but I just think CD Lamb has way more opportunities I mean you saw that Monday night game he could have had a huge night uh for for a couple drops here and there so hopefully he'll tighten that up but the Washington defense um you know has basically just been Swiss cheese so I like the matchup more for uh, CD Lamb in this one so, All right, let's let's go on to a good one. I this one I was this one I thought was real interesting too. How about Gabriel Davis at Baltimore or Drake London versus Cleveland? Oh man, that's a good one. I like that one because it's like you got the guy who was like the hype train all off season, Gabe Davis, but then you got Drake London, who everybody's like the best wide receiver coming out of this draft class. And I can't deny that. That's another L I'll eat. I didn't really like Drake London too much. I'll be eating that L. Um, I'm going to go Drake London on this one. I think that he keeps it going. Uh, it, consistency counts. 100%. Gabe Davis showed up in the first game. Where has he been since? That's Indeed. what I'm going to say. Where has he been since? Indeed. All right. I'll give you one of the big guys, and we'll close out the receivers. Michael Pimmon Jr. versus Tennessee, or Mike Evans versus the Chiefs? Oh, man. This is – come up with some good ones, man. This is really good. Um, I like Pittman. I like Pittman. Mostly because I think Godwin's also coming back this week. So you're still you're gonna have that split coming back. You know, you're gonna have Mike Evans, you have Godwin. Uh, I know they put Beasley back on the injured reserve, which means or not injured reserve practice squad, which probably means Julio's gonna play too. When you look at the Colts offense, it's Pittman drives the entire engine along with Jonathan Taylor. So I think Pittman all the way, go with the guy who's got nobody else to feed in that uh receiver room. And Brady's going doop, 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 up my um, rankings as well. Yes. Getting all systems go. Watch out, man. All right, let's go for the tight ends real quick. We'll close it out. Um, how about this one? Dawson Knox at Philly or um, – no, not at Philly. Dawson Knox at Philly. I don't know why I put that. Dawson Knox <laughs> at Baltimore <laughs> um, or Dalton Schultz versus the Commanders. Is Dalton Schultz strapping up this week? He is. So, yeah, they said that he was supposed to go um, last week, but he, you know, they just to be cautious, they let him sit out. So he should definitely be a go this week. Okay. I've not seen anything from Dawson Knox, so I am not playing him until I see something from Dawson Knox. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, I want to be early rather than late. Well, I want to have points on the board rather than fucking have none. So. I'm going to go with the guy who's I know for sure when he's on the field is going to get targeted, and that's Dalton Schultz. I'm glad you said that because I literally had this decision in my league, so I literally dropped Austin Knox for Dalton Schultz, and they said he was going to play. So there we go. All right, so how about this one close to home? Tyler Higby at the Niners or Gerald Everett at Houston? Who would you rather? So I'm going to give you this little tidbit of information. So the 49ers, and I'm very proud of this, have allowed – on average, 0. 0.8 points to the wow. tight end. Wow. 0.8. Jesus Christ. Whoa. Tyler Higby, yeah. you're. It's going to be a Cooper Cup day all day long for these guys. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Gerald Everett on this one. I think that, you know, they're still going to be easing Keenan Allen back into this offense. 
Mike Williams, he turns it on and off all the time. I think Gerald Everett's a consistent guy. Go with the guy who's consistent. And, uh, yeah, go with Gerald Everett. Wow. Just so you know, Dawson, or excuse me, Tyler Higby, you have just been denounced by Fantasy Jesus. All right, the last one of the night. This is um, one of the big dogs, I guess, of the tight end position. Um, one of them hasn't shown up, though. Zach Ertz at Carolina or TJ Hawkinson versus Seattle. You did this because you know you know the answer. <laughs> you, you know every time I hear TJ Hawkinson, I want to barf. He's <laughs> got a good matchup, though, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. He does. He does. And he didn't have a terrible week last week. Um, it. I'm going to say this. I'll go with – I'll go with Hawkinson in this game because I think that Carolina's got a better defense to handle Ertz than uh, obviously Houston does with Hawkinson. And if Amon Ra St. Brown is currently on the trajectory to not play this week, it's going to open up targets. So I would go Hawkinson this week. Um, I still don't think he's a top five play, but yeah, I think he's going to be a little bit better than Ertz today or on Sunday. Literally every time Amon St. Brown is brought up, all I can think about is the bad guy from Indiana Jones that, you know, pulls the heart out. He's like, I'm on, he doesn't say I'm on Raw, but it feels like he's like, I'm on Raw. Kalima! Kalima! I'm on Raw in there for some reason now. Anyway. All right. We're going to close things out. Don't forget to visit us on Friday. We're going to focus up on Friday. We're going to have all of our fantasy leaders. We'll break down all the games. Got lots of good stuff on the Friday show. Flanders flops as well. Our homers picks. Lots of great stuff on Friday, so make sure you check that out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I can't even spit that out. The subscribe button on YouTube, on whatever you're listening to. We appreciate all the ratings you can give us, especially if they're five-star. Hopefully that's all you do. Um, Appreciate you all. And again, thoughts and prayers to all my friends and family members in Florida and Southwest Florida especially. I can hear it overhead now. It's definitely getting a little churny outside, so it's starting to break down a little bit. Um, So hopefully all power will go through for tomorrow night and um, we'll be good for uh, Friday as well. So we appreciate you guys. Thoughts and prayers to everyone out there. And we are out. Stay safe. We're on a mission. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.